Well, hello. Welcome back to Soap Secrets, our second our second week after lockdown, although the lockdown kind of has sort of happened again. But we shan't go there. Let's talk about happy things or not such happy things, uh, shall we say, in, in the soap world. Uh, joining me is none other than our very own Claire Ruck. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. So, um, should we start with EastEnders this week? Yes. So EastEnders, it's, it's been back a couple of weeks, but really they're really ramping up the storylines and there's so much, there's so much great stuff going on in this week. It, it, where to start? I know. So um, it's back with a bit of a bang, isn't it? I mean, they, they've kind of been away for a while and it's like they've been working seriously on some scripting. Yes, yes, they have, they have. And um, so we've, we haven't seen a lot of Denise recently um, and... This week, I can't say any more because it's all embargoed, but it, she is, she is going to have a really big shock this week. A really, really big shock. It's amazing. Anything, anything you can give us? I can't say anything. Jack thinks she's having an affair, but she's not. Okay. Sinister, maybe. It is. Let's it is. No, it is. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a really good storyline, this one. It's really, really going to be a good storyline. And, of course, it's hit the news this week that Max Branning's leaving the show. Yes, yes, mm. it has hit them. So, poor Max. Um, you know, so, you know, Jake Wood, he's leaving. But Max, he has been sort of... He hasn't really been doing a lot, has he? He they put him together with Ruby. Yeah, I mean he's had, he's had some he's had some great storylines over the years, hasn't he? But there's lots of talk about him being on Strictly, and then of course the fact that he's now leaving the soapers has played into the hands of of, of that gossip. Um, but he's a great he's yes. a great character. It's a shame that he hasn't done a lot recently. I think. Yeah. It's 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 difficult, you know. He did all that that stuff with um, with Stacey, but you know they've taken her away. She's had she's she moved on with Martin, and now she's moved on again. You know they can't revisit that. How many how many more women can he be with in the square? You know he's been with Ruby. That really didn't work out. You know it's she's moved on to Martin. You know, um, and so he's just sort of he's just sort of. You know, he was he was married to Rainey, but she's obviously now with Stuart. Um, yeah. And so, and, and we've got a bit of a storyline here as well, haven't we? Because um, obviously Linda is trying to remain sober. Her and Mick are struggling to sell the pub. And, and I think she's tempted by alcohol. Um, but it's not Mick that comes to her rescue, is no, it? No, no, it's Max. It's Max. So in a way, um, it, she's betrayed... She's betrayed Mick with Matt because she talks to him about something that's really, really personal, really personal. And it's, it's a struggle with her. Um, and it's something that, that, that you, they have been talking about on, on the screen is that M- Max and Linda have been Zooming each other during lockdown. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, this relationship has already sort of has had its troubles, hasn't it? And the idea and they kind of keep managing to stick together and it keeps kind of it, everyone wants yeah. it to, to work. Um, so this is just like another. It is. Oh, I hope this doesn't go wrong. So, you know, the couple of, you know, they sold the pub, you know, Linda and Mick sold the pub. Linda got, got a job as uh, in the laundrette. It's not somewhere I'd quite like to work after being you know mm. landlady and mick mick is struggling with not being the breadwinner in the family feels he should be providing so you know there is a lot of emotional turmoil between the two and you know she you know she's she's in a she's in a bar and she takes um 
she takes a sip of alcohol and in a very non pandemic y way, you know, you, she takes a sip from somebody else's drink. <laughs> ah, no, not what you do in COVID times. No. Um, but anyway, that's, that was quite, I thought that was the quite thing, interesting. The thing, that's, the thing that's sad about this is, of course, you know, they have struggled since they've sold the pub. And in a way, you know, they were great as sort of landlord and landlady, weren't yeah. they? And, and now it's kind of finding their their niche, what they're yeah. good at. And I suppose that Mick was, you know, his landlord, he was kind of, uh, you know, uh, top of the pile. And, and now what's he doing? Yeah. Just walking around the square. Yes, yeah. You know, they, they were the pub. In a way, in, you know, in a, in a massive way, they were the pub. They had all their kids were in there. They had, you know, Tina worked in there, his sister Shirley. It was, it was, it was all the Carters. They were just, they mm. were just the pub. Yeah, they were. It's a sh- but I suppose he did, ev- and that's the, what makes it even worse. He's kind of given all of that up for her to make sure that she's away from, yes. you know, the temptation. I guess. Yes. And here she is, you know, yes. confiding in someone else. And also, there's going to be there's even there's even more stuff coming the Carter's way because this Frankie, this new Frankie, who Tina, Tina is quite sweet on. Um, we do, I really don't know what she's up to, but she's been mm. she's been. Mick catches her taking pictures of of all the Carters, so she's really interested in the family. So she's been taking pictures of Ollie, she's been taking pictures of Mick, um, and he wants to know why. And actually, so do I. I mean, why would so mm. you know in a true soap fashion, it, it could be yeah. it could be absolutely anything. Um, she could be she could be a, she could be a long lost relative, somebody's daughter. They they you know they could write anything in. Yeah, this is this is going to run and run, yeah. isn't it? And 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 of course we've got. Um, I mean, Ian, he's never far away from his old tricks, no. is he? But he, he's back to his old tricks again. again. And uh, and 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 I I hear he's going to do something pretty shocking. He is. So I I find Ian Ian just a really interesting character. So Sharon <laughs> believed Ian over Dottie, so she still hasn't realised that Ian was was part of of why Dennis, her son, died. So. That's an ama- that's a major thing. So he is quite a dodgy character. And this week, of course, you know, Max Max was trying to hide his money from Rainey. Why would you why would you give it to, to Ian? You wouldn't, would you? Because he's You wouldn't. You just wouldn't. You wouldn't. He spent the money um to buy the pub for Sharon. Um and then Max so this might be part of Max's exit storyline, who knows? Max is after his money. But this week he does something shocking because he finds something out about his mother, lovely Kathy. Okay. Oh, and it's really typical. Not a bad thing. Yes, a bad thing, and it's really typically Ian. It's really typically yeah, of Ian. Course it is. It's quite a bit of a fall from grace, really, for Max, isn't it? Because you know, he when he, I remember sort of back at the beginning, he was very much the wide boy, wasn't yeah. he, in the square with all the money? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a real fall for yeah. grace from him. Yes. Um, and um, Rain and Stuart, yes. some happy news. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, is it happy news? They get married, they but um, I, I guess the question is, will it go to plan? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny storyline. And, and they, did it quite, they did it quite well. So, so Stuart turns up to the wedding in a hearse, as you do. Right. I know. So, so you know. So his brother um, is friends with Jay, who owns the funeral parlour. So obviously, money's a bit tight, and so I don't know. They, they, they use he uses the hearse, but um, the electrics go wrong, and he can't get out the car. Oh no! 
Oh no! Smash the window and like, drag him out. Oh no! You could you couldn't make it up. You could couldn't you? make it up. I mean, that's, a, that's and re- she looks lovely and she's all in a white frock. She looks absolutely gorgeous and he's all done up. And I'm really pleased for these couple. This couple. I think I think it's nice that she's been through so much and that and and Stuart. They brought him in and you were a bit iffy about him at the beginning, but now actually he has he has turned into a, quite a good character. Okay, well, that, that, there's some good news yes. there. That's a good news story. <laughs> um, okay, on to the cobbles. Um, Nick obviously has got this kind of secret, which we, we, we talked about last week. And, and we're like, why, why wouldn't he... If you didn't know you had a child, then what's the problem yeah. to your new relationship? You didn't know. How could you possibly tell anyone? But the problem starts when you start having a secret child that's not so secret anymore because you know about it and then you're not telling yeah. your partner. So... Um, this week he he's um meeting a secret son um sam he is he has he meets him and he's a lovely boy he wants to be part of his life nick's very he's very family oriented he's been supporting leanne throughout all her all of her anxiety and distress you know with little oliver but you know he wants he he wants to be part of his son's life and uh, he wants Mm. to take responsibility pay for things you know he's, he's not a deadbeat dad but of course, you know, this is the week that Leanne is told by her consultant and the hospital in Germany where she had pinned all her hopes that, that really there is nothing, nothing they can do for little Oliver. So her and Steve are in crisis. And how do you say, how do you say to your partner, actually, I have a secret son I didn't know about and you're going mm. through all this agony and pain? It's, it's a very difficult story. Yeah, I, I suppose it's not as calculating as you think it is, is no. it? You don't, it's not, well, not calculating, but I suppose it's not kind of as bad as it would be had she not been in the predicament yeah. that she's in. I suppose he doesn't want to um, add to her pain, to the pain yeah. that she's already going through. I mean, this is a really tough storyline, actually. I mean, I think... Um, I mean, they've been interviewed a lot around it, and and I think as any parent watching it, it's just it's just awful. It's just absolutely devastating because you do whatever you could for your child. Yes. Um, yes. Oh, and and Jeff's back at it, a new victim yes. to bully. Um, and and that's Daniel. So Daniel, we saw Daniel steal money last week, and I said, you know, like you know, whose was it, and has he made an enemy? And of course, you wouldn't want to steal from Jeff because he's he's a really horrible person horrible character and uh, so he, he, st- he stole the money for nikki his partner and um so now jeff is out for blood absolutely out for blood and he you know he reports him to the police i mean so i i, I really yeah. don't know where this is going to go but but you know daniel has, should be really careful about this because i you know jeff is i mean i i don't know this but you could speculate jeff is so horrible and daniel is a single father with a child, and he's dating a he's dating a sex worker. This is it's, it's, you, you can only imagine where this is going to yes. go, can't you? And it's not going to be pretty. No. I mean, the thing is, he's a pretty sinister character as yeah. it is, and then you add all of that into into it, and it's yes. just a recipe for disaster, yeah. isn't it? I mean, a great storyline, but yeah. I can see again another one that's got real legs. Yes. I think yes, completely. Um, and a huge shock for Michael. Can you tell me anything? I can't about say that? anything, but this one is absolutely brilliant. It's abs- it's really an amazing shock. That's all I can say. Okay. It does it you, you just won't see it coming. You're just gonna go, Oh my god, what? what's happened? Really? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it when um I love it when soaps do that because you just think they can't possibly shock me and they just then go and do that. Yeah. It's it's clever. Yes. Yeah. Um 
Over to Emmerdale. Um, the whole Chaz and Paddy storyline has kind of uh, been going along, and they've they've, str- they've struggled through lockdown um, as a couple, and, and then I think it's coming up to the two year anniversary of um, of baby Grace passing, um, and so there's loads of stress around that. Are these two going to survive? Do we think? Well, I I I would say possibly not. I I mean that's just a guess. Mm. They're really not talking to each other. Um, it is baby Grace's two years since she passed. They have um, they can't decide whether they want another baby. Uh, little Eve is is about a year old now, so they're they're, they're also probably struggling with uh, tiredness, no sleep. Paddy's a vet. Chaz is running a pub in difficult circumstances, um, and. Um, Handsome and fun, she gets flirting with um, with Emmerdale's resident ladies' man, Al. Oh, gosh. And, I mean, there's... The th- you know, the thing is here is that they are quite an unusual coupling. I mean, it's, it's one that you want to continue because it feels really nice and right between these two. But it is an unusual... Yeah duo to have put together in the first place but the fact that they've been through so much obviously with grace then they they've got eve i mean and she's only a year old to kind of then start going and having an affair at this point i mean that's just it's just disaster it is so i i I really like them paddy was really really was really good with aaron chazzy's Chaz's son when he was a lot mm. younger when he was a teenager and he was struggling and Paddy became a really good father figure to him um, so you know he has great fatherhood qualities and he's he's stable mm. but I I don't think he sets anybody's world on fire I think that's the problem he is like he in, on paper he's like the perfect bloke isn't he great dad supportive great job you know steady pair of hands everything but in reality that Maybe that's a bit yes. vanilla. I don't know. <laughs> Chaz is quite, you know, she's a landlady of a pub. She's a bit more, perhaps more outgoing than Paddy. And They're, they are chalk yes. and cheese, but then often that yes. works, doesn't yeah. it? Um, but maybe not for much longer. Yeah. And um, Paul and Mandy finally get it together. I, know. I love Paul and Mandy. I think, I think, I think bringing bringing um, Reese Dinsdale in, it was just it was just really good move. I mean, he's a you know he's a very good actor, so so he he does bring something to it. And it's nice to see Man, Mandy have a man, and and I mean mm. obviously no one's perfect. Uh, and she so this week, yes, they finally they finally they finally talk about stuff they really really needed to talk about. So so Mandy's struggling because Tracy's pregnant and it comes out that um she actually had a had a miscarriage and um she couldn't have any more children after that and so she and at that time she never told Paul that she had a miscarriage and he he was he he's a gambler he was a gam he was gambling then and he left her and his baby son Vinnie um, because of his gambling debts, so he never knew that she lost his baby. So this for them is is a big talking point, and of course, mm. um, you know, and they talk talk things through, and, and there's still a spark between them. And yes, they would like to make it go, they might like to make it another go of it. But of course, Vinny finds out or, or discovers a betting slip, so he knows his dad isn't quite as reformed mm. as he's telling everyone. It's a hard uh, addiction to kick, yeah. isn't it, I think? Yeah. Oh, it's all go. And it won't be uh, any less go, I'd imagine, in 
Hollyoaks because um, it's a pretty big week for the for the triplets. It is. It is a massive, massive week. So it's it's really really interesting. They they brought this storyline in because we have we have um, we have Mitchell. Uh, who, who was the triplet that was brought up in a loving family by his 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 um, biological mother? Then the other two triplets, Celeste and Toby, were were adopted by this horrible horrible doctor who wanted to do um, um, an experiment on them, which he did do. So Celeste was brought up in a loving environment, and Toby was the one that wasn't given any love. Um, and and then this Dr. Eli, um, he wrote a book called The Red Door on it. I mean, this is just horrible. Why would you do that to children, a child? Awful, Why would you do awful. that? So obviously it has it has made Toby slightly broken, I would say. And and so and he really hates Mitchell because Mitchell got to grow up with with his with their mother, with their real mother. Mm. Whereas he was, it's a very um, complicated storyline. Hollyoaks often do this, don't they? It's quite, it's quite complicated and convoluted, but yet yeah, it, it works and causes yes. you know, big drama. Yes, and it is going to cause big drama because you've got to be close and have a great loving relationship, and yet they don't. And this week, you know, um, Toby doesn't want Mitchell to know what went on, and Mitchell reads reads the book. This upsets Toby, um, mm. and he he calls him to his flat to you know to have a big argument about it uh, and there is a big argument and you know just what does he do and, and moving on from Hollyoaks we've got a bit of news on casualty haven't we because back before lockdown well it wasn't locked it wasn't during lockdown uh, in May um there was an episode that was dropped because it was a storyline about a chemical attack and I think it felt that it was it was a bit insensitive to run it um but that's they're now going to air that, am I right? They are. They are going to air that. Um, and this is really, uh, you know, I was really shocked. They're calling it the lost episode because you've seen everything that comes after it. But so this one takes you back. The fight between Ethan, Phoenicia and Will. Um, and, and that is when we, that's when Ethan, uh, that's when Will discovers that Ethan is the father of Phoenicia's baby and there's a big fight between Will and Ethan. I mean, that puts you where it is in the storyline, so that is back in May. But the whole other thing was that um, there is this chemical attack. It's a bit like, um, it's a bit like the Salisbury poisonings. Right. Think, think, think that way. And Connie calls, calls a, a code orange. Oh. So they've got the hazmat suits on, the police are called, uh, ER is all cordoned off. Not sure if they'll get those hazmat suits around at the moment, aren't we in shortage? <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not in casualty, they're not. <laughs> so, you know, so casualty, they've done this very well. I have seen the pictures, they are amazing. And, of course, Dylan takes his hood off, so, you know, will he be all right? Because that's why you have a hazmat course, suit, isn't it? So yeah, that you're, because yeah. you have you know three people who have been exposed to a chemical that they they're unsure about. It's made them very very unwell, and obviously, as we saw with the Salisbury poisonings, one of the police officers was also contaminated and very and made very unwell. Scary. So we have to be really careful with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, really really scary. Wow, it is all going on this week in the soaps. Well, thank you, Claire. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, We'll be back next week um, with all the soap gossip um, and hopefully finding out exactly what Claire hasn't been able to talk about this week, <laughs> um, which we can discuss next week. If you've enjoyed what we've been talking about, please do subscribe um, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you next week.